0: Ladies and gentlemen,
1: Ladies and gentlemen. The, Tech Feed. the
0: Tech Feed with Andy Wells. Well, today on the Tech Feed podcast, we are talking about smartphone apps. You might be under the impression that any app you get from the Google Play Store or Apple App Store is automatically safe to use. But user beware, as scam apps do manage to slip through the cracks. Joining me to talk about scam apps and how they work and how to avoid them is Jacob Vavra from digital security company Avast. Hi, Jacob.
1: Hi, Andy. Thanks for having me.
0: Jacob, would you agree that it's reasonable to think that when you get an app from an official store that you should expect that it's not going to be malicious in nature?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a reasonable assumption, but unfortunately, we don't live in a perfect world, and in reality, these app, uh, these app stores or um, yeah, these app stores receive just a large amount of apps coming through them, so they need to have an automated process to sort of filter this. And uh, as much as they can try, I don't think it's ever going to be a perfect process. And uh, from what I've seen, it's always very small fractions of percentages of these malicious apps that slip through, uh, but they do slip through. So some user vigilance is also required to make sure that you don't actually... Into this.
0: So what sort of apps are we talking about here and, and what are they doing that's causing concern?
1: Uh, well, it really depends. I mean, uh, f- recently we've seen quite a lot of uh, uh, COVID-related apps. So, for example, uh, sort of fake uh, COVID information applications that uh, disguise themselves or try to disguise themselves as uh, government-administered uh, inf- uh, information apps or tracking apps. Uh, we've also seen quite a lot of hidden ads. for example, recently on the on the Uh, Google Play Store over the summer. So this is actually applications that have um, a sort of feature that hides their icon after a certain time period. So it hides away the application and then displays device-wide ads to the user. Uh, So quite an annoyance, but it's also kind of difficult to track where the adverts are coming from.
0: Now with these scam apps, exactly how are people finding them and how are they being promoted so people can find them?
1: Uh, So some of them, uh, or most of them, they tend to have some sort of promotional campaign behind them or some way of spreading. Uh, So, for example, in the case of the one that we're discussing today, they actually had a bit of a viral TikTok campaign behind them to help them spread the scam. Uh, But it tends to be quite often, it's also just uh, advertisements on potentially less reliable websites that tend to link to these app store pages. Uh, So you're almost looking at like... um, uh, could be like an ad network that redirects towards these apps. I mean, it tends to be that the users, if they're just using the app store and looking for specific apps that they want, it's very unlikely that they would stumble into something malicious. It tends to be that they have to be targeted by the attackers somehow.
0: Can you tell us a little bit more about that example, the scam app that was promoted through TikTok?
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, So this was actually something that was brought to our attention by a teenager through our Be Safe Online program. Uh, The Be Safe Online program is a vast sort of endeavor into uh, helping teenagers essentially interact with the online world. It's to do with how to be safe in the online world and all the rest of it. Uh, So this was actually reported to us by that teenager. And um, what we then discovered once we looked into a little bit further is that there's quite a wide sort of TikTok campaign spanning multiple profiles some of which had over 300,000 uh, followers and I assume, or I estimate over, you know, a couple million views on, on the videos that they posted. And what they've actually done is it's, it's quite reasonably smart, I would say, is they've created almost a viral trend on TikTok. that uh, then they latched on to this scam. So they've almost like created a viral trend to promote their own scam. Um And unfortunately, obviously, part of the scam was also likely targeting children because it is on TikTok, which is quite popular among the younger audience. So the way it worked is it had like essentially a false advertisement for the application where you shock your friends. And then uh, upon clicking the video, you would then be redirected to the store depending on which device you're using. So it would be either the Google Play Store if you had an Android device or to the App Store if you have an Apple device. And yeah, then from there, it's... It's just almost like a 2 prong attack. So on the, on the Apple Store, uh, it's a little bit more difficult to introduce malicious features into apps. So what they've actually done is they've actually, on a technical level, they haven't done anything malicious per se, but they've just created kind of pointless apps that don't really fulfill what they promised through the videos and through their own description. So it's just, it's just a scam because you'd be looking at being charged maybe 10, 12 Australian dollars, for an application that realistically just vibrates when you when you touch the screen. So it's not really, I think if you were to purchase that, you would feel pretty scammed and maybe, maybe not so happy with your purchase. I think the other then the other part of it, which was on the Google Play Store, actually contained the hidden ads adware that I mentioned earlier. So the users would download the application for free, so they're not actually being charged anything. But then after a certain time period, the application hides itself away and then just displays advertisements, which is how the scammers. Would then make money, and obviously to the annoyance of the user as well.
0: Now, with that particular example, just how much financial damage has been done? How much of the scam has managed to rake in?
1: Yeah, so based on estimates from Tree, one of our uh, one of our partners, uh, globally it seems as though there's almost um, uh, I'd say seven hundred upwards of seven hundred thousand Australian dollars uh, that went to these actors. So that's I don't think that's a small amount. I think that's a pretty pretty sizable amount for likely what was reasonably low investment into this whole scam endeavor. And I think specifically to Australia, what we were looking at the figures, I think it was over 25,000 Australian dollars uh, that went to these scammers just from Australia alone. So I think obviously it is, it is quite a global um, sort of spanning scam as it tends to be with us because the app store and the Google play store mm. are accessible from anywhere. Uh, but even, I think even locally, the damage is reasonably big.
0: Well nobody likes throwing away money, especially to scammers. So how do you spot dodgy apps that are designed to do nothing more than well, make money for their creators?
1: So I think this is again where user vigilance comes into place. So um, uh, there is a very small amount of these apps that actually ever make it onto the stores, but the user also needs to just be aware of what they're downloading onto their device. So uh, I mean, from uh, from my point of view, if you if you look at a look at an application, it will have its own profile on the on the store. And before you click the download button, you should definitely read through what it does. Uh, is, it, is it feasible? You know, c- can you be shocked by your phone? Probably, I don't think so. And um, so looking at what it does, is it feasible? What sort of permissions it requests? So for example, if it's a wallpaper app, does it really require the use of your camera or your location, you know, kind of trying to link what it's asking for with its actual purpose? And I also think reviews are usually a quite a good indicator. So in the case of these apps, uh, when we looked over the app profiles, some of them were in the range of 1.2 stars, so unanimously disliked by the users. And um, so I think even just a quick glance over over that would have given you a good indication that it's probably not an application that you want to purchase, especially not for $10, $12.
0: You know. Gosh, I'd never watch a one and a half star movie so i definitely wouldn't download a one and a half star rated app but what about for younger kids what could parents be doing to make sure that kids don't unexpectedly fall victim to apps like this
1: i think uh, this is this is quite a difficult endeavor because um maybe generalizing a little bit but i think a lot of the times you know even the parents might not be super familiar with what's going on with with their children's phone or with the devices themselves. Uh, so, I mean, it is just down to educating yourself in in, uh, in online security and how to behave online, how to handle devices. Um, so specifically to children, I think it's quite important, especially at a younger age, that you do monitor their online activity. Not necessarily, not very like, um, yeah, I mean, it is it is important because obviously there there is malicious apps out there. There could be other dangerous stuff online. That's not to discourage them from using the devices, but maybe in just a guided way would be quite good. Um, what we've actually seen is, um, for example, introducing um, or discussing with your with your with your child um sort of permission to download applications if we're talking specific to the scam. So before you uh the, the child would download any application, they would have to consult with their parents. They would potentially just run through hey, this is why I want to download it, this is what the app does, and you're almost going through what we discussed, you know, how to ideally prevent downloading these malicious apps and it's almost an educational experience for the for the for the child as well then because they can then next time look at the app and be like mm, that doesn't seem right you know this is what my parents told me maybe i don't want to download it and uh, i think maybe even just instilling like a healthy dose of skepticism in children again specific to this uh, scam that we've we've uh, discovered um you're you know if if you spent maybe an extra minute looking at it uh, or thinking about is this really feasible can can this be possible then i think you Possibly come to the conclusion that maybe this isn't right i think if, if if um also if if the children are unsure you should instill in them if you're not, not sure if this is legitimate or if you should download this app then maybe just avoid it or talk to me about it and uh, yeah, i think
0: that'd be quite a good way to handle it the
1: tech thing will now terminate visit techdaily.com.au.
0: Yeah, I think there's a lot to be said for parental controls on uh, kids' phones too. Jacob, thanks so much for all of the info and for joining me on the Tech Feed podcast.
1: Yeah, thanks very much. Pleasure.